Welcome to the Mosh Pit. Welcome to the Mosh Pit. Welcome to the Mosh Pit. From the Stereo Sound Record Studios, your home for the best in unsigned and indie punk, rock, and metal. This is the Mosh Pit with your host, Wes Everett. Welcome to the Mosh Pit. This is AJ Green. This is your boy Wes Everett. And did you hear that at the very beginning of this episode? All that new music, all that new stuff that's being played? That's right, because this is a new era of the Mosh Pit. New music, new era, same kick-ass host as always. <laughs> now, I want to get into something that's been heavy in the news. It's the biggest controversy that we can talk about on here. And that is... Something that everyone's pissed off about. And I'm pissed off about it. Well, you can call me pissed off about it. See, she doesn't take it as seriously. This is serious. Is it? It is. These are the biggest rock and roll Hall of Fame snubs that you could ever imagine. And Eminem and Dolly Parton going in the fucking Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in 2022 is mind-boggling. So, I gotta tell you, I'm, I'm an Eminem fan. I didn't say I wasn't. I'm a Dolly Parton fan. I didn't say I wasn't. But I I don't think they have a place in the Hall of Fame. And that's the episode, folks. Thank you and good night. (laughs) No, actually, we're going to get into talking about um, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame snubs, Mm -hmm. the ones who have been snubbed for X amount of years, also the ones who are actually in and how many times they were nominated plus... Um, when they were actually qualified to be in. Right. Well, keep in mind, when we talk about these snubs, we are the reason why we're bringing it up is because people like Dolly Parton, who actually came out and said she didn't see a point for her to go into this awards, um, this genre, this Hall yeah. of Fame, um, she actually openly said, you shouldn't have nominated me. And Rock and Roll Hall of Fame said, fuck you, you're going in anyway. Right. But um, so we're talking about these snubs because you have to keep in mind that these influential bands that we all know and love that should and have every right to be in the Hall of Fame was just passed over for a country music artist and a gangster rapper who, you know, like, I'm, I'm sorry, but the, it's not the genre. Why does it, why, why do they have to put different genres in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? Is uh, Def Leppard or Motley Crue in the Country Music Hall of Fame? No. No, they're not. So why? Now, technically, Steven Tyler could possibly go into the Country Music Hall well, of Fame. Well, he put out a Country Western album. One. But it, it still <laughs> counts. However, and, and there are crossover artists, don't get right. me wrong, because... Technically, Dolly Parton is not just a country western right. artist. She's crossed over to the pop charts multiple times, which has influenced people like Taylor Swift and uh, what's that? Marin Marin Morris Morris yep. started out as country, went into the pop. I mean, th- on a side note, Randy Travis, country music artist, Hall of Famer himself, mm-hmm. he almost got. Onto the pop charts of one of his songs, and he called him and said, "No, get it off of there." Right. So you know it is what it is. 
I think it's it's all in how you perceive yourself and how how you want your art to be perceived. Yep. Now, everybody knows the rules and stipulations for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. You have to be a mainstream artist for 25 years. That's when your first release has to come out. Mm-hmm. And I think that's pretty much all the rules there are. <laughs> Apparently. Apparently. So let's get into the snubs. Okay. And we'll start with we'll start with a tribe called Quest just because they're number one on this list because alphabetical order. Mm. <laughs> Eight years snubbed. They've only been nominated once. Uh, I have to say we are not going to call out people who are not in the rock and roll genre. There are snubs on here that should be snubs and should never be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, like Barry White. I mean... The man is not a rock and roll artist, okay? But here's the thing. The one right before him and one two up, you know, let's just let's just go down the yeah, list. Yeah, that's what we're going to do. Alice in Chains, seven years snubbed, have never been nominated. Yeah, and I don't understand. It's Apparently, it's who you know, not what you know. As with most things. Mm-hmm. B-52s? Would you consider B-52s for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? I don't really know what their genre was. I mean, I guess so, because they were... Well, Crossover, I, I mean, they were they, pop. But. They were pop, but they started out as a bluesy, rock and rolly type band. B.B. King's bluesy. He's in this bad boy. Is he in the snubs? Or no, is no, he? he's, in, he's in rock and roll. I was about fame. to say, he's yeah, he in one, the He fame. was an early one, yeah. He was yeah. an early in nomination. Do I mean, you think Beck should be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? I feel like yes. I mean, Loser is by far his biggest hit, period. Well, yeah. But everybody knows him. 90s grunge, you can't. Billy Idol, how was he snubbed? Now, hold on, hold on. You are skipping people. Yeah, I did. Yeah, you skipped Bad Company, which is just, you know, that's, that's well, a fireable okay. offense for okay. this podcast. Okay, okay. You know my feelings on 80s rock. Is all I, the songs sound the same? All the songs sound the same, <laughs> but I I like it like I, I I like it in short bursts. I like it like my crazy aunt. Just a few minutes and then you're out of there. Just enough to say, "Hey, I was here." Yeah, pretty much. You show your face and then you run out the door. Run away. That's pretty much. Yeah, but I still feel like Bad Company ought to be in there. Yeah. Billy I mean, Idol, same way. Bjork, even. I mean. Blue Oyster Cult? Blue Oyster Cult, 25 years with zero nominations? That is atrocious. Agreed. Bad Company, 23 years with no nominations. And Beck, four years with one nomination. Now, I should preface this with we're not really going to get into the ones who've only been snubbed, you know, four years. Less than less than 10, really. I mean, give or take. Take that with a grain of salt. We'll we'll adjust as we need. There are a lot on here I don't agree with that shouldn't even have been considered. What about the Carpenters? I don't think they're I don't think they're rock and roll. I think they're pop. Yeah. I think they were pop back in the day when they were famous. What about the Commodores? Again, they're not rock and roll. They're doo-wop. Not rock and roll. But Cher was hugely influential. She's still hugely influential. Mm, well, I don't know. Cher started off singing doo-wop. Granted, 
Chris Jericho also started out as a jobber and look at him now and he's reinvented himself so many freaking times. And yes, that's my go-to reference, so deal with it. Let me ask you this. Should Fozzie be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? Hell yeah. No. Oh. Let me ask you this one. <laughs> Dave Matthews Band. Uh, they're only four years out with one nomination. I don't think we can even argue them yet. I don't think they I don't think they should, but again, influential. <laughs> what? Oh, I skipped down. I got to get back up here. Mm-hmm. Daft Punk, again, three years. I, mean, I don't think Daft Punk is rock and roll either. Influential. Techno. Techno. Influential. Techno. Influential. Techno. Listen, I'm sorry, but <laughs> rock and roll has a has a reputation of I can actually play my instruments. I don't need a computer. Yeah, but they have those really Daft cool Punk, helmets. Negative Ghost Rider. This, we're not talking about Devo. We're talking about Daft Punk. Daft Punk had the helmets. Daft Punk. They never showed their face. Yeah, you're right about that. Well, so did Devo. And I think Devo should be in the Hall of Fame. 20 years with three nominations on Devo. Yeah. Dead Kennedy, the same way. 18 and 0. Mm-hmm. Emerson, Lake, and Palmer. <laughs> the Flaming Lips. You didn't answer me about Emerson, Lake, and Palmer. Uh, you don't even know who they are. Nope. <sighs> Moving right along. Yep. Diana Ross. I don't think she should. She's she's not a rock and roll artist. Faith No More, 12 years, zero nominations. That is absolutely pathetic. Mm-hmm. I mean, Why is Gloria Stefan on here? Why not? 10 years. Pop. She's... George Michael's on there, too. Yep. I just, I don't. All right, so we're going to get down here. We're going to go ahead and skip on down to. Uh, Iron Maiden? No, I was going to go with the Guess Who, which is 32 years snubbed, zero nominations. Which is stupid. The Guess Who were huge. They were probably bigger in the UK. I'm, as, t- I'm, as I'm most saying <laughs> that's stupid that they've had zero nominations. It's because they don't have enough money. This thing right here is all about money. Yeah. Period. Who you know? Iron Maiden. In excess. Fucking excess. Iron freaking Maiden. Now, look, we're going to get into the Judas Priest. Going in, no, <laughs> they did not go into the Hall of Fame. They were given the, mm, y'all are going to kill me when I say this, but it is what it is. It's a participation trophy. Musical Excellence Award, the but, same reward Ringo freaking star. But they're not on the star. snub list. No, but they may as well be. They were snubbed for almost as long as Iron Maiden. Yeah. Judas Priest, and they still are not in. They gave them the Musical Excellence Award, which they give to... People who supposedly help out other bands and artists with their music. Same award that Ringo Starr got when all the other Beatles were singly entered into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. He got musical appreciation, Mm. which is a joke of an award. Either put the guys in or don't. Right. And in my opinion, put them in. All good things for the glory. Dynasty in the making 
got Jane's Addiction on here. I mean, that's 10 years with one nomination. At least they had one. So, wait, you really think NXS should go in? I mean, they were popular during that grunge rock era. I mean, they're only beating Maiden by one on both, 17 and one, instead of... I'm I'm just saying they were... Or no, 17 and zero, sorry. Aaron Maiden's 18 and one. How do you feel about Jane's Addiction? Uh, Yeah, they should have been a long time ago. Agreed. Kate Bush. The bad part is, now here, we can tie this into, you know, now times. Kate Bush right now is being re-recognized as the monster she was as far as musical talent. Well, yeah. Because of Stranger Things. Oh, yeah. Even though the song Running Up the Hill is actually better by the other band that covered it when they did it for Shawn Michaels versus The Undertaker, part two. Okay. <laughs> just got to put that out there. Cool and the Gang should not be in nominated. I'm just saying. I'm putting that one out there. Neither should Mariah Carey or Mary J. Blige. I'm sorry. All of these people are on the snub list, and they should continue to be snubbed. What about the monkeys? The monkeys are considered rock and roll. Mm-hmm. But I, they were pop. They were both. Just they were like kind of the Beatles. Just <laughs> like the Beatles. Why are the Beatles and then the monkeys not? Because everybody looked at the monkeys as a rip-off band of the Beatles. They were America's version of the Beatles. They weren't even American. Were they? Were they I Canadian? I think they were Americans. They might have been. From California. Again, that don't count. <laughs> <laughs> That's a whole different country over there. I, I, I'm, I'm sorry. I just watched a thing on Prime. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think they kind of got heat because they didn't play their own instruments. So Motley Crue and Motorhead are on here. Yeah, I know. I'm getting to those. But you also missed Megadeth. Uh, yeah. Uh, those, those three right there, I mean, each of those should headline their own inductions. Agreed. When they're inducted. But see, here's the thing. Why, mm -hmm. again, I ask this ludicrous fucking question, why am I even asking this question, that fucking Eminem mm -hmm. and Dolly Parton are going in before these bands. They... <clears throat> now, who headlines? That's the biggest question that you're always going to ask yourself anytime a Hall of Fame thing comes up. Because mm -hmm. there's always going to be a name that's up here over everybody else. Mm hmm Beastie Boys in 2013, which, no, I don't really agree that they should go into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame on one hand, but on the other hand, they were super influential, just like Run DMC. But they were headliners. Eminem, Dolly Parton, who's headlining this? Judas Priest had gone in. They should have been the headliner. But, again, musical achievement, whatever, participation trophy award. I don't even know. Now, this one right here, um, eh, I'll get to that in a second. New York Dolls. Mm-hmm. 24 and 3. New York Dolls was our punk bands. I mean. Right. I just, I, again, I don't understand why these bands who have obviously, <laughs> the New York Dolls. Mm -hmm. let, 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 let's look at the, the numbers on this bad boy. 24 years snubbed. With only three nominations. Mm -hmm. That means only three people said, hey, these bastards need to be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And that's they were... three in in those many years. Yeah. And th th that and as no matter how influential they are to rock and roll. Mm -hmm. You know, but then we've got assholes on here like Outkast. 
Outcast. And see, you're skipping around again. All right, back to Motley Crue, sixteen and zero. Motorhead, twenty and one, and Megadeth, twelve and zero. Mm-hmm. I mean, those are gimmies. Those should have gone in a long time ago. Monkeys at thirty-one and zero. That's right. crazy. Now, not on our list of people to discuss, but will be a future thing, and that's Oasis. They're three years right now stubbed mm-hmm. with no nominations. Again, we were not going to talk about anybody under about five to ten. Mm-hmm. But for future, do you think Oasis should go in? I don't know what Wonderwall? genre they sang. I mean, Wonderwall. It's alternative. So, yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Um, but Offspring? Right down underneath that, Offspring. <laughs> I'm sorry. I grew up listening to Offspring. I might lose a little cred, but I still enjoy listening to Offspring. Dude, they still put out bangers. Period. I'm, I'm just saying, I love Offspring. I always have that, that screamy, like, melodic yep. thing that they had. Uh, you know, when you felt like the whole world was coming against you, you know. Yeah. You freaking throw on an Offspring album and put it in your ears on your freaking Walkman. Dude, <laughs> dude Offspring was absolute the epitome of early 2000s emos. Well, it was Offspring, Linkin Park. And Papa you know, Roach. Papa Roach, P.O.D. That was my playlist. Yeah. And, and because I came from um, a household where... We didn't listen to heavy metal. We mm-hmm. didn't listen to heavy rock. We listened to right. primarily country, pop, and rap, yeah. which is why I like all of these genres. Yeah. But I did sneak and listen to those things because that was what was on popular radio, and that's what I recognized as rock and roll, you know? Yeah. So, of course, I like that yeah. type. Jane's Addiction, um, uh, you know, that type of rock and roll because it reminds me of what I used to sneak and listen to because I was being all, you know. But, and and that is the epitome of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame for me. It's Mm -hmm. like, if I get that feeling when I hear the name of one of these bands, Mm -hmm. now that I have broader musical knowledge and I'm a grown-ass woman and can listen to, you know, Motorhead, uh, Motley Crue, Ozzy Osbourne. See, that was the one I was going to bring up before. Yeah. And that's Ozzy. Ozzy's in with Sabbath. Right. But should Ozzy be in with his solo stuff? I say yes, because, again, my era, that's what I grew up on, Ozzy. Right. And Ozzy, I'm not talking about Ozzy on the Ozzy show with his boring-ass, goofy-ass family. Right. I'm talking about Ozzy, Ozman Cometh, fucking Blizzard of Oz, all those. You know, those those are epitome. And right under him is Pantera. Again, back to numbers. Ozzy, 17 and 0. Pantera, 14 and 0. I mean, I agree. I, I just, I think that these people have a, a right to be in the Hall of Fame over some of the people that have gone in, which we, we will get to in just a minute because we have a list of, of people who are currently in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. And we'll get to who we think is in there who don't really. Pointer Sisters. Yeah. I mean, would they go in? No, they sang disco. <laughs> Proco Harem should definitely be in. Now, here's one. I, again, I keep breaking my own rule of five or below, but this one right here, and this one is kind of a slap in the face just because of years snubbed versus years nominated, which means people are out there going, hey, they ought to be in here. Right. We and want somebody else is going, nah. And that's Rage Against the Machine. Right. Not a fan. Well, I'm not a huge fan. I just it was never really my type. Mm-hmm. But 
respect them at five and four. You know, that means for five years, people, somebody was nominating them. And no, for four for years. For four years, yeah. For five years, they were available. And for five years, they were like, nah. Yeah. And they're like, no, we're not putting them out. Well, this is what gets me, all right? The Runaways. Now, I will tell you, I am a fan of The Runaways. Always have been, always mm-hmm. will be. Cherry Bomb is like the one hit, of the. Yeah. Well, that one is like, it, it's got a heart, it holds a little bit because it kind of introduced me to pop, uh, punk mm-hmm. in a way that um, I was never really into punk because I thought that's a man's thing, you know. And Women ran the punk world for a long time. Right. So <laughs> when I heard The Runaways, at first, I was like, holy shit, women do this? This is fucking awesome. I can say fuck you, too? That's great. <laughs> so, the Runaways, they have been snubbed 21 years. But, 21 years. But, never been nominated. Are they not in there separately? No. I didn't have my, uh, I don't have my notes on that one. Uh, Joan Jett? Curie. Curie. Joan Jett is in there for I Love Rock and Roll. She's not in there for The Runaways. The Runaways was the band that she was in before. That's what I'm saying. Aren't they all in separately? No. They aren't all in? Well, I know Joan's in there. At least I'm 90% Joan's in there. Yeah, I didn't do all my research before we started the show, but hey. If there's something you don't hear that, you know, should be, then call us out. By the way, you skipped uh, Jethro Tull, which should absolutely be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, along with Jim Croce at 29-0 and zero and 31-0, and zero, mm-hmm. respectively. Bad, bad Leroy Brown. Bad, bad Leroy Brown. I actually heard Brown. that on the way to work this morning. I mean, Susie and the Banshees absolutely should be in there. 19-0, and zero, that's ridiculous. That is absolutely ridiculous. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I don't see them. Pet Shop Boys. Peter, Paul, and Mary. Yeah, no. Peter, Paul, and Mary, 35 and 0. Y'all make your own pick on that one if you want to puff the magic dragon. Puff the magic? I don't think so, but okay. <laughs> Smashing Pumpkins. Again, 7 and 0. So they're not really, they're not moving up there like some of these guys that we've mentioned, but they're still on that snub list of, and I get it. I really do. I get it. You don't want to put people in too soon. But at the same time, Eminem's first year available to go in, he's inducted. Right. And and I get it. <clears throat> Excuse me, sorry guys, got a <laughs> got a frog in my throat. But I understand they want to um Space turn, them out. Well, no, they want to turn eyes to the Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. They want to make it popular again. Mm-hmm. How do you make it popular again? The one person who turned everybody's heads for the Super Bowl is now inducted in the Hall of Fame. I understand what they're doing. It's a publicity stunt. It is. It's all about they need they need people to be interested yeah. Yeah. in the fame again because it has become a fucking joke. Yeah. But how has it become a joke, babe? By putting random people in there. Thank you. Hey, look, again, I'm a wrestling fan. Always been, I've been. WWE, WWF, whatever you want to call it. Their mm-hmm. Hall of Fame is just as big of a joke, if not more so. And I'm not naming anybody in particular, but the the celebrity wing of WWE Hall of Fame has people like Pete Ross. Pete Ross. <laughs> Pete Rose, the baseball guy mm-hmm. who, you know, shaved numbers off and bet on his own team. Right. And the only reason he's in the WWE Hall of Fame is because he's never going to go in the Baseball Hall of Fame. Right. Donald Trump. Drew Carey. Mm-hmm. 
Mr. T. Mm-hmm. Mr. T, I can sort of understand because he was in that horrible, god awful movie with Hulk Hogan. He also wrestled a little bit with Hulk Hogan. Yeah, I wouldn't call what he did wrestling, but okay. Right, right. <laughs> but again, it's just as much of a joke and a publicity, politics, bullshit story as Who anything you know. else. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, I still see some people on here I wanted, wanted to give honorable mentions to, which is, um, here we go. Uh, Steppen, Steppen Wolf, 29 year snubbed, one year nominated. What, what the hell? What the hell? Um, Stone Temple Pilots, I know it's five years, but zero nominations for five years of eligible. Stone Temple Pilots, guys. Mm-hmm. It's uh, mm. Stone Temple Pilots, always mentioned in the same breath as Soundgarden, who is also on this list yes. at 11 and 1. Yep. And. Smashing Pumpkins. Like, like Stone Temple Pilots was the epitome of that genre. Um, Thin Lizzy. Oh, absolutely. Thin Lizzy's 27 years eligible, one year nominated. What the hell? Three Dog Night. Mm-hmm. 20, was that, 28? Yep. 28 and zero with that. Um, Tool. Again, five. Five and zero. Give them time. Give them time. Uh, but here's one that some people may, again... Uh, yell at me for, and I might lose a little cred for Weezer. I love Weezer, but again, three and zero. They still have time. Yeah, they they need time. But I will I will go on the, I will go out there and say, hey, listen, I love Weezer. There you go. I like all of their hits. Look, Warren Seven should absolutely be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. Twenty eight and zero. That's now. How do you feel about Tori Amos? Influential, but six years. She's got so, time. So you think she should get the participation medal? Sure. Why not? <laughs> no. But a Wu-Tang Clan? No. Again. No. No. Um, now, now, those are the snubs for artists. Now, there's another thing on here that talks about the backing groups. The Rock and Roll Hall of Fame has inducted only the lead performer of certain groups, Smokey Robinson, and the Miracles being the most famous example. Mm-hmm. Um, the update, as of 2012, they in, they inducted the Blue Caps, the Comets, the Crickets, the Famous Flames, the Midnighters, and the Miracles, so they've all been removed from the list. The E Street Band, behind Mr. Springsteen, was inducted in 2014. Now, here's a few that should be in there, or at least should at least be recognized. And I'm going to start with Bob Marley and the Wailers because it's Bob Marley. It's Bob freaking Marley. It's the backing band that made him sound as good as he did. But Bob Marley didn't sing rock and roll. Okay, fine. You know what? We'll scratch that one. Bob Seger and the Silver Motherfucking Bullet Band. Yeah, well, he should have been in there a long ass time. Bob's in. The band is not. Yeah. The band is just as influential and just as famous as Bob. Well, they're, they're just as important. Frank Zappa, the Mothers of Invention. Again. Janis Joplin, Big Brother Holding Company. Yep. Paul McCartney and Wings is probably the biggest snub on this one. Yeah. Um, we get down to influences. Additional candidates who deserve consideration for Rock and Roll Hall of Fame just because of their influence on the rock era. There's a few on these. We're not going to go through all of them because most of them are just that. 
because at the very bottom of the list, you've got Waylon Jennings and Willie Nelson, who, say it with me, boys and girls, are not rock and roll. But Waylon Jennings and Willie Nelson both wrote rock and roll power ballads in the 80s. And they were outlaw country, which kind of teeters on that edge of rock and roll. Uh-uh. Edge of rock and it roll. Is, it teetered on the edge of pop. No, ma'am. What is wrong with you? Parental pathology. Dead friends.
even going to address that. We're uh, right the, out, the, the outlaw out, country. The outlaws. Waylon Jennings. The highwaymen, yes. The highwaymen, all, you know, mm-hmm. Johnny Cash. Yeah. They all teetered on rock and roll. They could have crossed over easily into rock and roll if they'd wanted to, but they all had their southern country roots. Mm, yeah, I guess you got a point there. Except for Christopherson, now he's a movie star. Well, Christopherson <laughs> looks like, I'm sorry, but I'm, on side note, guys, I seriously, every time I see Chris Christopherson, I think he looks like a, a droopy, like, hound dog. And then every time I see him, that little clip from um, Fox and the Hound pops in my head, and all I hear is, I'm a hound dog. He's kind of got that Gary Busey look in some photos, too. I mean. <laughs> we won't talk about that. Anyway. But Loretta Lynn is on this list of influences. Bing well, you know, Crosby. Well, you know, Loretta Lynn put out an album with the White Stripes. That's pretty awesome. I did not know that. Yes, she she put out the, she actually mentored the lead singer from the White Stripes in two thousands. That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Hmm. His sister dating self. What? That was what they it's said. So they said gross. Can sister. we get back on track here? <laughs> um, Frank Sinatra is on this list. Ella Fitzgerald. Those names may not mean a lot to you, but. I like Ella Fitzgerald. Okay, I like good. I like Frank Sinatra. I like, but they're crooners. Is crooning a form of rock and roll, or is it a, a form of doo wop that evolved? Because I think it's a form of doo wop that evolved. Now we can argue this fact oh. for a long time. Yeah, because I was about to come in hard with didn't rock and roll evolve from blues? Mm, yeah. Okay then. Except Again, for where did doo wop and crooning come from? No clue. Exactly. <laughs> and guess what evolved from doo and crooning? Hmm. Rap. Yeah. So, now let's get back on track. I guess that's how it's all together here. Yeah. <laughs> but I think it's funny, like on this list here of influences, there's a ton of country artists and blues artists because you've got Cab Calloway. Well, country and blues go hand in hand. So does rock and blues, though. Well, country and blues. I think blues is that melding point in between both. Well, well country, if, if we're getting into this, country came from the storytelling from Ireland and um, Scotland. Mm-hmm. And when people immigrated immigrated to America and then started living in the Appalachian Mountains, the, that storytelling never went away. That's why... Everybody who has a bad taste in their mouth about country always says, well, I'm, I don't want to hear about losing my brother and my cow and my... It's all because they're telling a story. Now, yeah. country these days have evolved into telling stupid fucking stories about, about a their... beach trip in my jacked up truck. Yeah, tailgates and booty shorts. I don't care. Which is why this country girl has leaped over to the rock and roll side. The only country I like is that little rooster on... Robin Hood. But that's a that's a prime example because that is a European that's a story. Yeah. That's a European story, and he's a bard. Yeah, and that's that, look at Dukes of Hazard with the balladeer of Waylon Jennings. It was a story, and he's the bard. And so that's where country evolved from. Mm-hmm. The same thing for blues. Yep. Except for blues is um, where it came from, came from a different place. Mm-hmm. It wasn't, it was the immigrants that didn't go up in the mountains. It's the immigrants that 
went to the valleys. Mm-hmm. And blues has a different sound, but they all tell a story. They're all bards. There anyway, so back to our list here. Let's get on to the actual Hall of Famers. And I want to talk about some of these people that are in here that I, I really do not agree with. Mm-hmm. Um, but some of them I strongly do agree with, like Carly Simon. I She got inducted. And she's one of the people on the list that I actually, for this year, who got inducted, that I actually do agree with. Well, before we get to that, I want to talk this one minute, tiny little spot right here, which is the country music artists that are, could be, will be someday eligible to go into said Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, just Mm -hmm. like Dolly Parton is now. That's the sound of, we are over time limit, but... It's my show. I can do what I want to. Um, Willie Nelson, Loretta Lynn, Glenn Campbell, George Jones, Carter Family, Patsy Klein, Merle Hacker, Garth Brooks, Amy Lou Harris, Waylon Jennings, Charlie Daniels, and Tammy Wynette. All very majorly influential as far as artists. What influence did they have on rock and roll? I don't know. Exactly. Now, <laughs> let's move on to Carly Simon because most people would argue she was pop. But she wasn't. She was rock. She was actually rock in favor of, during that age of, um, oh, goodness, now what, uh, what is that lady's name? Um, women Empowerment Rock. It, it, oh, Jesus. She's saying, I am, I am wise, I am woman. Hear me uh, roar? Yeah, I am woman, hear me roar. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, her. Yeah, anyway, um, Carly Simon was very influential. She gave women a, a, a voice, and she did so through her music. You're So Vain is a is a is still a staple song. I can tell you right now, 19-year-olds who sing that song because they've just broken up with some asshole. I mean, it... it True. Sh- I agree with that. Now, um... Now, here's the thing, though. You realize when she went in, she went in this year. Yes. After one nomination, but she, she waited, waited twenty five years. She waited the minimum number of years you have to wait. Yeah. Um, Dolly Parton, she was thirty six years. Yeah. Duran Duran, fifteen. I agree with that. Eminem, zero years waited. Mm. Oh wait, hang on. Okay, I misread that. Okay, so Carly Simon was she's been. She's, it's been 25 years since she was available to go in. That's what I was saying. Yeah, my bad. She I waited read, 25 years. She deserves it. Um, Duran Duran waited 15. Eminem waited zero. Uh, Lionel Richie. I do not agree with that. I think it's bullshit. I hate how you skip around on this thing. Eurythmics is before Lionel Richie. Yeah. Can we talk about the Eurythmics? They should have gone in. I don't know them. Sweet dreams are made of these. Oh, okay. They're, I do know them. <laughs> 15 years with two nominations before they actually went in. Yeah. But I still don't agree with Lionel Richie. Um, Pat, Pat Benatar. Pat Benatar waited, had to wait 22 years. Mm-hmm. That's that's atrocious. Mm-hmm. That is a slap in the face mm-hmm. of any female rocker you could ever. Mm. Mm-hmm. Okay, the ones with little stars by them means they got like a participation trophy, basically. Okay, yeah. Because Judas Priest is here. Um, I'm not going to miss anybody else because... Yeah, it doesn't matter. Yeah, we're going to scoot on through. Foo Fighters, inducted in 2021. They didn't wait any years either. I agree with that, though. I I think they have a place. Now, I do agree Paul McCartney inducting them. That's pretty cool. 
Yes. But uh, the Go-Go's. 15 and 1 by Drew Barrymore inducted? Yeah. Yeah. But let's talk about Jay-Z because I... Inducted by Dave Chappelle. I do not agree with Jay-Z being in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Is he not influential? No. That's the word I'm going to use this entire episode is influential. What what did he give to rock and roll that rock no and roll idea. did not already have? I have no idea. I mean, uh, fuck the police. I'm sorry, but I've heard punk rock bands say fuck the police since the fucking day of, I started listening to yeah. punk rock. So what did he give rock and roll that rock and roll did not already have? Now, let's move on to Tina Turner because, again... I like her. Mm-hmm. She did sing rock and roll after she left Ike and, Turn, Teen, Ike and Tina, mm-hmm. but she easily went right back into pop. But do you feel like she having to wait those 31 years before she was inducted? No. I, I, don't, I don't think that's fair at all. And uh, do you know who... Uh, here's here's a, a nice little factoid, uh, something to chew on. Mm-hmm. The person who... Uh, the person who um, inducted Tina Turner... Mm-hmm. Was Angela Bassett who played Tina in What's Love Got to Do with It? By go. the way, there you go. Um, let's see. Let's get on with it. Uh, LL Cool J, twenty twenty one, inducted by Dr. Dre. Again, I don't know. No. Randy Rhodes. All right, he was actually the ones with the stars. I don't think these guys are actually inducted. I think they're participation medals. Didn't you tell me that? Um, I believe so. That's artist was here. This any of them with a star denotes an artist who was inducted as an early influencer, a sideman, a non-performer, or a lifetime achievement recipient. Mm-hmm. Okay. L- to- LL Cool J. Rand- All right, no, not LL Cool J. No. Randy Frickin' Rhodes. Mm-hmm. Randy Rhodes should have absolutely been Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. One of the best guitarists out there, aside from maybe Andrew W.K. in um, uh, Lost My Train of Thought, Ozzy Osbourne, Mm -hmm. um, Black Sabbath, that band. (laughs) Yeah. Well, what about Depeche Mode? Randy Rhodes. Is that not Van Halen? No. Y'all are going to kill me on that one. (laughs) Yeah, okay. Moving right along. But he still should be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I agree. Um, Depeche Mode. I agree with them being in the Hall of Fame, but it took them 13 years, and Charlize Theron had to, like, what does Charlize (laughs) Theron, why is Charlize Theron even got to say, why does Drew Barrymore have a fucking say, why does Dave Chappelle? Well, the next one's really going to piss you off. The Doobie Brothers, 23 years. By Luke Bryan. That's all I'm going to say. What the fuck? That's all I'm going to say. And Luke Bryan, you're the fucking reason I got to hear about fucking tailgates and booty shorts and drinking beer on a third. You're 40 years old, man. Get over it. (laughs) You ain't taking spring break as long as I have, bro. Exactly, saggy (laughs) ass balls. God. Oh, God. We should cut that. Nope. Not cutting shit. No. Notorious B.I.G. What the fuck? Hold up. Nine Inch Nails. Five years, three nominations, Iggy Pop put them in. That's a good one. Yeah, it is. I agree with that. Yeah, it And is. I agree with who nominated them. There you go. So They didn't nominate them. He inducted them. Well, inducted them. Notorious B.I.G. has no reason to even touch the, the Hall of Fame. And, and fucking P. Diddy nominate, or inducted him. Well, what about um, Whitney Houston there? Whitney Houston and Alicia Keys again. Whitney Houston was uh, put in there, and she was. What did she give rock and roll that rock and roll did not already have? 
Probably. You cannot tell me. Do stop using the influential. That's a stupid <laughs> thing because hey, that look, means look, you gave good, me something that I did not have before. As good as that song was by Dolly Parton, Whitney knocked it out of the freaking park. I like both versions. I listen to both versions. I really regularly. feel like Whitney did it better. I do not. I feel really? like I feel like if you're looking for, it depends on the feeling you're looking for. And and there are times when I agree with the remix being better, mm-hmm. but in this in this particular moment, at talking about I will always love you, mm-hmm. I like both versions equally. There you go. But most women will say that. Mm-hmm. Most women who know both both versions, most people right. most only people know Whitney's. Whitney's version. Yep. But a, a lot of people are surprised to find out that it was Dolly's song to begin with, and Vince Gill. Don't forget, Vince Gill was on that. Well, I mean, he was a guest on it. She wrote and performed it on the Porter Wagner show by herself. Right. To, to, But anyway, that all being said, uh, what did she give? And again, she was inducted by Alicia Keys. What the fuck does she have to do with the Hall of Fame? I, don't I feel get. like Alicia Keys is a future Hall of Famer. Babe, don't forget. Don't forget. As of this year. She's an R&B singer. As of this year, Creed. And Nickelback are able to go into this Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Just let that sink in, folks. I'm not a big fan of either one. But they will get in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Yeah, they will. Okay. (laughs) I'm a Nickelback fan, by the way. You go, boy. (laughs) The Cure, inducted in 2019 by Trent Reznor. Now that, you know. I I agree with that. Mm -hmm. Def Leppard took 2019 before they got in. By Brian May. Again, I Again, agree with it. I agree with that. I don't agree how long it took. Uh, I don't agree with Janet Jackson. I agree with Radiohead. I'm not going to go down this whole thing, but I will say this. I love the fact that Stevie Nicks is in the Hall of Fame. I do not love the fact that fucking Harry Styles had to induct her. <laughs> Harry Styles. What the fuck? Moving right along. Influential. Where did we get down to? Are we to the zombies? Yep. 24, 29 and 4 inducted in 2019. I know you don't want to skip some of these people. We're going to have to skip around because we're already over over budget on time. This is too. the first episode back, babe. This one's going to be a full hour because I'm going to play a shit ton of awesome bands as well. Okay, cool. And we're going to talk rock and roll, and this is going to be exactly what you guys have been missing and what you've been asking me for. And, uh, yeah, that's what's going to happen. And also, I'm going to cut out some of this dead space for you because why not? The Moody Blues, 2018, 26, no, 28 nominations. Inducted by Ann Wilson. I'm okay with that one. I'm good with that on all fronts. I don't agree with Tupac. Why did Howard Stern induct Bon Jovi (laughs) after nine nominations in 2018? Or two nominations, nine years waited. Mm. Now, that's another one. Should John Bon Jovi be inducted in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? As a singles artist. Um, yeah, I mean, he did a lot of stuff. But the, did he did he, a lot of country. Yeah, he did a lot of country. <laughs> but the thing is, is, as John Bon Jovi, he was an actor and a singer, but he sang different genres. So is he going to the SAG music or SAG movie awards? I don't know, babe. Is he going to get a Grammy? Is he going to get up and slap somebody if he doesn't? Hope y'all caught that reference. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what about Joe Baez? Who? Joan Baez. 
Joan Bays by Jackson Brown. I mean, 31 years she waited. I yeah. mean, she's, you know. Hey, Journey's in there at 16 and 1. And I agree with I agree with Journey. I agree with Pearl Jam. Pearl Jam, no years waited, went in on their first year available in 2017. By David Letterman. In theory, yes, that makes sense because they did a lot of late night talk shows back then. You got to remember, when you made it, you were on talk shows back then. <laughs> Kid Rock inducted Cheap Trick. <laughs> Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, it does. <laughs> Rob Thomas inducting Chicago. Yes, that makes sense as well. Lars inducted Deep Purple. Yes, makes sense. Kendrick Lamar inducted NWA. I don't agree. And see, now we're back to that. We're back to the, do they, NWA, again, influential band. We're going to get to the BC Boys here in a minute. I don't agree with the BC Boys, but I know you do. And that is. I'm playing favorites, yeah, sorry. Yes. No, I agree that NWA should be in. I mean... Mm-hmm. Well, see, I, I will tell you this, um, moving down the list, I know there's Steve Miller, Burt Burns, Will, uh, Bill Weathers, they're all in there. I agree with these people. Green but Day? I love Green Day. Green Day's on one of my guilty pleasure lists. <laughs> there are people who will shoot me for saying that, but I love Green Day. I agree that they belong there. I like that they were um, nominated or inducted by Fallout Boy. I love Fallout Boy. Again, mm-hmm. another one of my guilty pleasures. They would be a killer collab together. Well, duh. <laughs> and and I, I love everything about that. But there are people out there who think... They're overrated? Well, they think they sold out. Green Day's got... The reason why people hate Green Day as much as they do fucking Nickelback mm-hmm. is because they think they sold out. They were punk. They were fuck you, fuck the system, asshole. And then they turned right around and made all these political albums. Mm-hmm. And what is that? That's selling out. You signed a fucking... Uh, you signed a um, contract with a with a station. Mm-hmm. What is it called? You signed a label. A, a label. Yeah, you signed mm-hmm. a contract with a label and you sell out and you start making these political albums when before it was fuck the fuck the system. Right. You know, fuck the man, and all it was that both shit. both sides. It wasn't just red or blue. It was both sides. Yeah, it was uh, fuck everybody. <laughs> yeah. And now, you know, they're they're super political and they they're not afraid to show it. But again, I will tell you this. That's what punk was built on. I agree with Fallout Boy. I think that Green Day has a place and should be in there, and I didn't think that they needed to wait because I I feel like you know Twenty One Guns, uh, oh, Boulevard of Broken Dreams, and that's their later stuff. That's You're not their even talking stuff. their early shit that got people. Look, do you know how many of my well, friends? Well, see, I said those on purpose because those are the things that people hate these days. Mm-hmm. Because those those are the ones that are played on the radio. Those are pretty much those are the only two played on the those radio. Those are the these Weezer days. songs, like. But I love Beverly the Beverly Hills. Yep. Everybody hates it. One of my favorites. One of my favorites, yep. But see, here's the thing about Green Day, and I'm going to give a couple shout-outs to a couple of people on this podcast real quick. Um, uh, Addie, the model girl, Mm -hmm. porn star turned musical whatever. Yes. Yeah, she actually got brought into music through Green Day. Mm -hmm. They're one of her biggest influences, and that's why she was like, I want to start playing guitar. She went and bought a guitar. She's working on new music now. We'll right. be playing it on here, by the way. Sound Chick. Green Day is a huge influence on her. Always has been. And I can't tell you how many more. I, I think Emily, I think Emily that we just interviewed, Ravenous Orchard. Mm-hmm. 
I believe she was a huge. That's what pulled her in. Right. So and, I mean, Green well, Day, they they pulled me in because when I, I was already in. Let's just say, <laughs> well, let's just say, you know, I, I went to high school in the two thousands. I graduated in oh seven. Green Day was influential in mm-hmm. my life, my middle school career, my high school career. I loved Green Day. They were right there with Lincoln Park, mm-hmm. Stone Temple Pilots. And- Look, I graduated in 03 when Dookie came out. Mm-hmm. As horrible of a name as that album was, I don't- that album was fire. Mm-hmm. And it was the only thing that people talked about for, I know, a month when exactly. it had dropped. Exactly. Because Minority, Minority was a huge hit. Mm-hmm. And not their only one off that album. Right. We're not talking about that right now. We're talking about Joan Jett and the Blackhearts. Nine years waited. Inducted by... Uh, uh, yep, that would be a Miley Cyrus groan. Ugh. <laughs> um, Stevie Ray Vaughan. Hey, just think, Miley's going to end up in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame at some point. Why did Stevie Ray Vaughan have to get inducted she, by John Mayer? She totally ignored that. I did. <laughs> Why not? John Mayer, I mean... He's influential. There's the uh, Ringo Starr with his influential award by Mr. McCartney, which is uh, bullshit. Cat Stevens by Art Garfunkel. I like it. Hall of Notes by Questlove. I like it. Does Questlove belong in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? No, but I like the Hall of Notes are in there because I feel like they were influential. And see, every time you you see the ones that piss you off, but then you're right back to the ones that you go, okay, well, that and that makes sense. Hall of Notes, 16 years, one nomination, finally got in. Kiss, 14 and 2 in 2014, Linda Ronstadt, 19 and 1, and then you get down to the band that I honestly have zero love for. I don't think they would be as big if the lead singer hadn't have died the way he did, and that is Nirvana. I love Nirvana. At zero years waited and one nomination got him in, got them in, whatever you want to call it. Now this is the yeah, I I I like Nirvana. Uh, I love their album. Still on my thing. I don't. Uh, let's talk about that controversy about the guy with the with the penis. Um, so if if you guys haven't heard the Nirvana cover of the baby swimming and it's a naked baby. You got you can little baby junk just hanging out there, right? So this kid has grown up and he's famous for his little baby junk hanging out on the Nirvana. And it's the album. only thing he's ever done. Right. He's recreated that album cover multiple times. Yes, and and multiple times this past this let's skip to this last time. This last anniversary of this album that has came out, he re- recreated the album again. Mm-hmm. And this time, the photographer insisted that he wear swim trunks during the shoot. And he was like, I can do it naked. i am done it naked before. I'll do it naked now. And the, the photographer actually had to say, no, I'm uncomfortable for it. So now, fast forward a couple months, this asshole is trying to sue the members of Nirvana and the, the um, label because he says it's tr- child pornography. Yeah. How do you feel about that? I feel like that's the only thing he's ever done in his entire life. Mm-hmm. He was too young to even know what he, to even know he was doing anything. And then as he got older, he realized, oh shit, I could become an icon because pff, I'm on the cover of the biggest album in the fucking world. Mm-hmm. And now the band is like, 
distance themselves from him because it's like, okay, this guy's weird at this point. If right. you're 35 years old and you're swimming naked with your junk hanging out just because you did that when you were a baby and it was cute and everybody loved it. Ain't look, ain't nobody going back recreating that. Um, <laughs> I, I'm not gonna get on that tangent, but just know there are two classic rock albums that ain't nobody recreating for that particular reason, and we'll just leave it at that. Yeah, and uh, moving right on now that we've talked about that is Peter Gabriel. Now, I don't think that Peter Gabriel was a rock and roll artist, really. I don't, I think he was a pop artist, hmm. but that's just my. My loose interpretation of pop. Um, Are you going to say the same thing about Donna Summer? I am. I don't believe she should be in there. I think she was a disco artist. Uh, Public Enemy? I don't believe Public Enemy. Again. And Spike Lee and Harry Belafontaine. Okay, Harry Belafontaine. I can't say his last name. You know, (laughs) the, the Beetlejuice guy. Um, the Beetlejuice guy? Yeah, he sang Shake, 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 Senora. Oh, yeah. My bad. I was like, he didn't play Beetlejuice. The, <laughs> the Beetlejuice guy. Anyway, why the fuck are they nominating people? Um, they're not nominating. They're inducting. Whatever, Remember this. inducting. Um, I love that Don Henley inducted Randy Newman. I love Rush being in there, even though I'm not a Rush fan. Rush I do- absolutely deserved it. Yes. And I will say this. Uh, nope, never mind. I will not say that. <laughs> why is Quincy Jones in there, and why did Oprah, Oprah Winfrey induct him? Again, Quincy Jones is not in there. He's got an asterisk by his name, which means he got the Participation Award of Hall of Fame. Oh, okay. Well, All that's... of these people until you get down here to 2012, where and my boys are. now we're going to talk about your guys, I don't think, are rock and roll artists. Take the name, Low.
top Tell me that you won't stop Keeping me from feeling low, low, low by the one and only Chuck D and LL Cool J. We got the Beastie Boys in 2012. But Four that years is, waited. That is the ever, ever running controversy about the Beastie Boys. Is mm-hmm. the, the argument is, is it rock? Is it hip-hop? I think it's rock because they sampled so many fucking songs. And hip-hop samples <laughs> so, so And hip-hop sample songs. The Eminem did a sample of um, mm-hmm. of uh, Life's Been Good to Me by uh, Joe Walsh. Joe Walsh. Uh, freaking, uh, th- th- there's, I, I can't even, like, I'm, I'm so mad about this right now. I can't even think of my freaking <laughs> facts right now. But I will tell you this. Hip-hop samples rock and roll all the damn oh, time. Yeah. Again, what did they give rock and roll? They gave rock and roll rhyming. And stealing. And stealing. <laughs> so we're going to move right along because I don't think they're fucking rock and roll, but that is. They are. But I will say this they sampled an ACDC song. Yes. So all of a sudden, like right there, those are my two bands ACDC mm-hmm. and the Beastie Boys. Bon Scott went on record and said that he liked. Nah, that's a fucking lie. It was actually Brian Johnson and Malcolm and Angus actually liked mm-hmm. the. The sampling of Back in Black for Rock Hard mm-hmm. that Beastie Boys did, Beastie Boys asked them if they could release it. Angus told them, we'd love you to, but because of our contracts, we can't. And that's the only reason. Because in Angus's eyes, if they let one band do it, they got to let everybody do it. Right. And ACDC has a very strict no sampling in their contracts. Period. Mm-hmm. So, the Beastie Boys couldn't release it. It is on YouTube. It's not a like widespread release, but it's got a killer hook. It's got a killer beat, and it it's awesome, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. As far as in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, I don't know, but I know that Questlove and Kid Rock did a hell of a job covering their songs. Uh, honestly, we've got Guns N' Roses, Red Hot Chili Peppers. Um, Alice Cooper, all of these people highly deserve to be in the Hall of Fame. I do agree with that. There's no argument nor discussion due there. But do you know who I don't believe deserves and I think should just fall off a cliff? Let's see. I'm looking through the list. Who's she about to say? Oh, is it close to the top? Mm-hmm. It's not Dr. John, it's not nope. Tom Waits, nope. and it's not ABBA or Genesis. Well, it might be ABBA and it might be Genesis. It could be. No, it's not Genesis, it's ABBA, but it's also Neil fucking Diamond. <laughs> Sweet Caroline, no thank you. <laughs> Moving right along. But it did take him 22 years 
Paul Simon inducted him, so I could see that. And then Neil Young turned around and inducted Tom Waits right after, same year. Mm-hmm. ABBA, I don't believe that's disco. Um, Genesis, yes and no. I mean, that's that's that teetering thing with the mm-hmm. whole, you know, because he, he was on the edge of pop. He, I say he. You guys know who Genesis is. They produced, obviously, Phil Collins, mm-hmm. who went on to do In the Heat of the Night, um, in the air of the night, not yeah. in the heat of the night. It's a different show. <laughs> different, it's a different, different show. song too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but in the air of the night. Um, but I, yeah, Genesis, I guess, does go in there. Um, so do you put, do you put Phil Collins in by himself? I would put Phil Collins in. Oh yes, a hundred percent. First of all, he deserves to be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Do you know why? He's a drummer. He doesn't rely on on auto tune. He doesn't rely on a program to. Well, by that. Then uh, Neil Pearl, 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 Neil from Rush should have mm-hmm. gone in as a drummer himself. But Def did Leppard, Neil? Did Neil? Def go Leppard on, has one arm. Yeah, Def Leppard has one arm. But get a load of this though. Did Neil and the guy from Def Leppard move on to go platinum and actually write? Did you know? Fun fact about Phil Collins: He wrote every single song in Disney's Tarzan. And performed them. He also wrote songs for uh, The Lion King. He wrote them with Elton John. He also wrote songs for... So, now, tell me he doesn't deserve to be in the Hall of Fame. I never said he didn't. He does. The Hollies, of course. Yeah. By Stephen Van Zandt. Mm-hmm. The Stooges. By Billy Joe Armstrong. I like those. Uh, No argument down there. Skipping on down, because... Let's see here. Jeff Beck. Yeah, because if we keep going through it like this, we're... Uh, we're already going to be like an hour and a half. This may episode, this may, this, this episode may get uploaded by itself with no music and it might just be our return back or I might break it up into a couple of pieces and do something crazy like three episodes from our week return. Ooh, that could be good. More music. Hmm. Yeah. Cause we got a whole long list. Yeah. We got a long list. This should have probably been two episodes. But this goes all the way back. I mean, we don't have to go all the way back to 1986 when it was. I'm gonna skip. I'm gonna skip back to 1986 when the Hall of Fame was actually. Yeah, let's do that. Created. Because I, I'm. I'm. Because kind of. I don't want to get burned out on talking about some of these things, and I know there are some people who do need to be mentioned. Right, um, but that's what I'm saying. Now, should these? These are the ones who went in in the very beginning. These are the ones who were inducted as soon as it was created. It was actually created in 1984, but in 1986 was when they started inducting people. And in 1986, the inductions were Buddy Holly, Chuck Berry, Elvis Presley, the Everly Brothers, Fats Domino, James Brown, Jerry Lee Lewis, Little Richard, Ray Charles, Sam Cooke, uh, those were all the nominees, and then the ones who got the participation awards were uh, Alan Freed, Sam Phillips, John Hammond, Jimmy Rogers, Jimmy Yancey, and Robert Johnson. I mean, for the time? For the time, I mean, those were all huge names. Those are, absolutely should have gone in. I mean, yeah. did I say Buddy Holly, or did I start with Chuck Berry? No, you, you said Buddy Holly. Okay, because Buddy Holly went in, yeah. You know, the following year, they skipped over a few people. Hank Williams, but again, was Hank Williams? No. Rock and roll. Yeah. He wasn't. 87, 
87, you had B.B. King. He went in the second year right after Aretha Franklin. So you know Aretha was the big name on that card. The Coasters, Marvin Gaye, Muddy Waters, Ricky Nelson, Roy Orbison, Smokey Robinson. I feel like the 90s was pretty decent for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. The Beatles I'm and Dylan went in on 88 with the Drifters and the Supremes and the Beach Boys. Mm-hmm. Of course, the Beach Boys absolutely deserve to be in there. But there are still, even in the 90s, when I say that, when I go on record and say the 90s looks to be the best, there are things in there like, and I will tell you, he, he, Wes can attest, and he will agree with me when I say this name. I'm a huge fan of these people. How stuff get out of order? What happened here? Uh, uh, <laughs> I don't know. I'm a huge fan of these people, and um, I know all their songs. Um, however, I do not agree with them being in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, which is the Bee Gees. He knows I love them. Again, guilty pleasures. Um, I know all their songs by heart. Fleetwood Mac, I also know, but I I think they do uh, belong. But I've I've skipped to ninety nine here and. Oh, you're in ninety nine. Okay. Yeah, I've skipped to ninety nine. I went to the nineties because I wanted to see how it emerged. When you said the nineties, I thought you meant like the early nineties, like ninety two, ninety one. Oh, which I was would looking be... at Etta James in ninety three. I was looking at Rod Stewart. I um, Tina in ninety one. Yeah, and some of these I I understand, like I Tina. What about the four seasons of the Four Tops? Yeah, I don't know about that. Again, was that disco? Was that doo-wop? Yeah. So that... apparently, well, with 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 talking about this and skipping around and saying this, I guess our conclusion, I guess what we can bring it around to is the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame has always been kind of sketchy. Pretty much. But, rock and Roll Hall of Fame is about who you know, not about what you've done or what you've influenced. And how much money you got. Pretty much. And how big of a turnout will it become if... Your name is on the card. Yep. That's pretty much what it turns into. That's on anything, really. Yeah. I mean... I mean, and, and well, think about promoters. Promoters do this on purpose. They're like, mm-hmm. okay, who's really big right now? Who Whose name? Mm-hmm. Th- th- look at the numbers that watch the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. I will tell you right now, and and it's I, I am not a sports person. I've never watched a Super Bowl. I have not watched a Super Bowl ever. Ever. I didn't even watch it for the commercials. I watched YouTube for the commercials afterwards. I have never sat and watched a Super Bowl. This year, I did because I'm an Eminem fan. In fact, I'm I'm a Mary J. Blige fan. I'm a, a 50 Cent fan. Snoop Dogg. Should Snoop Jay-Z, be in the rock and roll? No. <laughs> I, am, I am all those fans because, again, going back to my history, I grew up in... I grew up in Metro Atlanta. Mm-hmm. I went to a, a school that primarily listened to rock rap music. Mm-hmm. I went with a crowd. I was I was on the hip hop team. I I enjoy a good rap. But on the flip side of that, I don't believe that rap or country or disco or folk 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 or country does belongs in the rock and roll hall of fame when they have things like the um country music hall of country fame. music hall of fame or um hey atlanta had their own rock hall for georgia rock and roll hall of fame georgia rock hall yeah. whatever it was called and they closed it after like five years don't quote me on that number but i know it was low it was something yeah it stupid. wasn't around long no yeah 
And they put in a lot of big names. Again, they put in names to get attention. Right. Which is what anybody does. I mean... I mean, because if, if, if you're from Atlanta, you'll know T.I. Yep. T.I. is a famous rapper. He is not a rapper like Snoop Dogg, who's been in the game for ages, and everybody, even your mother, knows who Snoop Dogg is. I mean, damn, he's chilling with freaking Martha Stewart at this point. Um, but... uh. T.I. in Atlanta is a big name to us because he lives in Atlanta. He actively does things for Atlanta. Um, I I could understand why the Atlanta Rock and Roll Hall of Fame would try to put T.I. in there because that would bring a crowd in Atlanta. But does he deserve it to be in a Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? No. What did he... But you got to think, though. You say it like, oh, yeah, he's been around forever. He really hasn't. Snoop... Who, Snoop? Snoop only really became famous in 92. 1992, when he featured on Dre's album. He really kind of blew onto the scene then. It's not like he was around the 80s or 70s. Yes, you can Google that. That's Wikipedia right there for you. I don't believe Wikipedia. People can change that shit. <laughs> Wikipedia is your go-to. But no, it is. His his broadcast debut style single, Doggy Style, was released in November of 93 on Death Row Records. Da-da-da-da-da. It's the one and only D-R-E. <laughs> But see, at the same time, I mean, would you put Sir Mix-a-Lot in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? No. He was out longer than Snoop. Yeah, but I still wouldn't put either <laughs> one of them in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. That's what it boils down to, folks. Keep rock, <laughs> make rock and roll great again? No. Oh. <laughs> I, I, no. And, and that's the thing, is like having this argument mm-hmm. does make... It kind of makes me feel like I'm like a right wing, you know, type person, but I'm not. Mm. I just feel like if you're going to have. Well, you're not going to induct Dolly Parton in the hip hop hall of fame, are you? No, the fuck you're not. Okay. But here's the deal. If, if you're going to have a hall of fame Mm -hmm. that has an array of genres, don't call it the rock and roll hall of fame. Yeah, pretty much. Don't be like, oh, this is blue and then put greens in blue. Yeah. Call it, it doesn't the work General out Music Hall of Fame. Call or, it. Or, no, just call it Influential Music Hall of Fame. Mr. That's my favorite word tonight. <laughs> <laughs> but that doesn't roll off the tongue like Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Them Dirty Roses, Sunday Drunk.
then you say, we're going to put Jay-Z in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. We're going to put Miley Cyrus in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. We're going to put Nickelback. At least they actually play guitars in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. We're going to put Creed and Scott Stapp in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Is you 2 in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? That, ladies and gentlemen, is your assignment tonight is to tell me if you 2 is A, in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, B, should should be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, or C, if they should not be. Those are really, you know, A and B. Those are your options. Are they in there, or should they be in there? If they are, should they? If they aren't, should they? I'm pleading the fifth on this one. Hey, you're the one. Now, that's another, that's, again, this is the end of this show, but that's another argument for another conversation for another show that we'll probably do. (laughs) And we did this when we mentioned, when we interviewed the word 66, when we interviewed them, was it word 66? I think so. When we interviewed those guys and they talked about, you know, U2 being a Christian rock band, we kind of led into that, but... How come Creed got that label stuck to them about being a Christian band and you 2 did not? Even though Bono is very much out there with all that, but they don't they don't hold that label like Creed does. Right. As soon and, as you mention Creed, everybody I'm, goes, "Oh, that's a Christian rock band." And I'm very aware that I'm the one that brought that up. Yes, you are. Anyway, hope you guys have enjoyed this first episode back. We're going to start doing more shows like this, and we want you guys to interact because that's the whole point of this podcast. Right. Also, we're going to play some kick-ass music, so enjoy your hour and a half episode. Okay, guys, and one more thing. Let me put this out there. We are always taking music submissions. Um, We are always uh, interviewing new bands. We're always... Talking to people, if you have anything that you would like to submit, if you would like to be a um, mosh, part of the Mosh Pit crew, the model crew, uh, please shoot a submission out. And if you would like to look up and um, suggest any music to us that's in your local area, please throw those out to us. We'll do our best to get in contact with what you want to hear. Um, just keep in mind we are still punk, rock, and metal, unsigned indie artists. So this is still the place where your music's going to be heard. However, we do have a new look and a new sound. New look, new sound. Also, on her notes, if you want to submit music, that email address is musicsubmission at stereosoundrecords.com or just click on the link tree wherever it is that takes you straight to it. And on that note, hit that kick-ass new outro, and we will see y'all later. Bye! We Rise to Fall, Damn It, featuring Mindy Jackson of Dying Oath.